Welcome to the Black Sparrow Media Internet Broadcast Network. You are listening to Linux in the Hampshire. LHS is a podcast about Linux, open source, and amateur radio for everyone. Now here are your hosts, Russ, K5TUX, Cheryl, W5MOO, and Bill, NE4RD. Well, hello and welcome, everybody. You have tuned in to episode number 327 of the most terrific amateur radio podcast on the internet today. This is Linux in the Ham Shack. My name is Russ, K5TUX, and we also have... Cheryl, W5MOO. And Bill, NE4RD. So, today's episode, 327, is the Weekender. This is where we let you know about things that are coming up over the next 14 days or so. Open source and amateur radio events, special events, new Linux distributions you can try, a whole bevy of other information, and then we dive into hedonism, the best part of anyone's day. So, we're going to go ahead and let Bill start us off with upcoming amateur radio contests. CQ contest, CQ contest. Yeah, starting this weekend, we have the CQ 160-meter contest, single sideband edition. Uh, it runs from 2200 Zulu, February 21st to 2200 Zulu, February 23rd. Mode is single sideband, band is top band, 160. Uh, notes, multipliers, uh, each U.S. state plus DC, excluding KH, uh, KH6 and KL7, so that's Hawaii and Alaska, each VE province and each DXCC and WAE country, including KH6 and KL7. So those are uh, DX for, for the U.S. And, uh, yeah, what else we got this weekend? We got uh, the REF contest, uh, single sideband as well, and that's running from 0600 Zulu, uh, February 22nd, to 1800 Zulu, February 23rd. Uh, mode is single sideband. Bands are 80 through 10. No work. And, of course, this is the French con- uh, French contest. So uh, you'll have, uh, if you're a French station, you'll send your signal report plus your department and prefix if you're non-French. <clears throat> that includes if, you, if you're not speaking French. <laughs> <laughs> signal report plus your serial number. So easy exchange for that one. Uh, so point your uh, point your beams out to Europe and, uh, and give these uh, French hams a contact during their contest and have some fun on sideband next weekend. We have uh part of the three part series of the North America Kiso party. This is the Riddy edition. It runs uh, 1800 Zulu, February 29th to 0559 Zulu, March 1st. And of course your mode is Riddy and it's 80 through 10, no work. And remember, this is when you can register your teams for a secondary competition. You have groups of uh, five uh, five amateurs that you can get together, and doesn't matter where you are geographically in the U.S., but uh, you can just you know combine your scores, and there's like a little little side competition going on in the uh, in the teams competition. So check that out. And along with the NAQP QSO party, there is also the NA North America Collegiate Championship running ready. So it's basically a side side part of the same competition. So same, same contest. So it overlays the NAQP contest with logs submitted in uh, NAQP M2 category for, uh, for the collegiate championship. So uh, you guys can participate as well. And it runs the same time, same frequencies, 1800 Zulu, February 29th to 0559 Zulu, March 1st. 
And let's see what else. Oh, two, uh, two state QSO parties are going on next weekend. Uh, so this is part of that uh, new state QSO party challenge that we spoke about uh, a week or maybe a couple weeks ago now. Um, South Carolina and North Carolina are occurring uh, the weekend of February, uh, February 29th through March 1st. Uh, just check the times on those uh, for the specific uh, details on the contests. All right, cool. Plenty of stuff to do in contesting. The uh, the NAQP and the Collegiate Championship should generate a lot of uh, on-air traffic. So Yeah, it's always a, it's always a fun one. All right, very cool. We also have some uh, amateur radio special events coming up. We have uh, from February 1st, 0001 Zulu to February 29th, 2359 Zulu. That's basically the entire month of February. The, bio- the Biathlon World Championships 2020, which are happening in Italy. The call sign for this special event is II3BIA, India, India 3, Bravo, India Alpha. They are operating all over the place. <laughs> uh, 160 meters through 23 centimeters and satellite, including, as far as I know, work bands, because <laughs> they didn't not say work bands. <laughs> Special event station. They're not a contest. So, yeah. So, so apparently they're just going to be everywhere all month. Um, so look for I3BIA. They will be operating CW digital satellite sideband. It's a month-long celebration of the 2020 Biathlon Championships being held in Italy, and you can QSL via the Bureau or Direct. So check that out. There will also be a special event at the Titan Missile Museum, uh, which will be operated from there uh, by the Oro Valley ARC uh, from February 22nd, 1600 Zulu to 2100 Zulu, so a short time window there. The call sign will be Kilo 7 Tango. Frequencies they'll be operating on will be on or about 7040 CW, 14040 CW, 14250 upper sideband, and 18.1 FT8. Uh, the Oro Valley ARC will be operating from the Titan Missile Museum in Mesa, Arizona. Certificate is available by email. No paper QSLs, please. And finally, we have the Nebraska Statehood Day commemoration. This will be on March 1st from 1300 Zulu to 2300 Zulu. The call sign is November 0 November. Frequencies will be 7.180, 14.265, 14.292, and 18.15. Southeast Nebraska Amateur Radio Club hams will be broadcasting from the 14th floor of the State Capitol Building to commemorate Nebraska's entry into the Union. Clubs across Nebraska are encouraged to participate as well. And please include a self-addressed stamped envelope when requesting your QSL for contact. That comes well, hopefully the- they'll be working people, not just broadcasting. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that comes from the Southeast Nebraska Radio Club website. So there you go. Uh, so moving on, we have some announcements for tonight. Uh, once again, we want to let everybody know that the Hamvention 2020 campaign is live. We're already at 20% of our goal, but we do need a lot of help between now and May. And the sooner the better, because some of these expenses come up well before May. So... Yeah, like, like paying the for the booth. Yeah, the yeah. booth. <laughs> so if you can help us out with that, we would really appreciate it. Any amount helps. Even $5 is is enough. Just, you know, we need the help. We appreciate it. If you can help, or even if you can't, please share it on all your social media networks. Share it in your club, at work, wherever you can share it. We would appreciate that. Yeah, our booth has to be paid for by, what, mid-March, 1st of April? Soon, soon yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, sooner the better. Yeah, we, we need money now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, I haven't heard from last time the coffee giveaway and store purchases. We haven't really done anything with that, so we'll just kind of 
pass over it for now and hopefully we'll have something concrete by the next weekender. And moving on from there, we have this weekend in open source. We're going to shift gears from amateur radio to open source, and Bill is going to tell us about a Linux distribution that you can try that you probably haven't. Yeah, so this one just kind of popped up in my feed, and it's called Project Trident. Project uh, Project Trident is a desktop-focused operating system based on Void Linux installed on the ZFS uh, file system to provide snapshots and rollback features. It uses the Lumina desktop as well as a number of self-developed utilities to provide an easy-to-use system that both beginners and advanced system administrators can feel comfortable running 24-7. Benefits of the Project Trident, it has privacy. Woo-hoo. No advertisements, no tracking, no reporting of metrics of your on your computer activity. Encryption, all user data is encrypted by default. Keep your information safe. No cost sponsorships gladly accepted but are not required. Uh, regular updates, the Void repositories repositories are updated daily, so this is a rolling release, a rolling distribution. Uh, always ready, no need to wait for OS or application updates before you use your system. Perform updates only when you are ready to do so. Stable, keep it running all day, every day, without loss of performance. And, of course, open source goodness for all. It's uh, All the source code for Project Trident is freely available on GitHub for audit and enhancement by anyone. Latest version was released on February 14th, 2020, and the version number is 20.02. So check that one out. All right, that sounds interesting. So- yeah, it used to be based on, um, on True OS, so it used to be BSD-based, I think, if I remember what True OS was. <laughs> oh, interesting. Cool. So that might be an, uh, a different one to try for sure. Definitely not along the lines we're used to around here. So yeah, and, and it's safe and secure. So I wonder if it's based on like um, NetBSD or something like that. Because no, it's Void Linux. It's it's a Linux. Kernel. Oh, it is a Linux. Okay. Yeah. So it used to be True OS based, which is uh, BSD. Oh, I got you. So they I think they the moved Linux it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. So, Cheryl, are you able to do some open source events for us? Sure. <laughs> okay, so. well, we have three of them. So, Okay. Uh, well, I actually threw a new one in here. A couple of these we've already mentioned before, but they're still coming up. Um, but I did throw another one in. So, Okay. So our first one is the O'Reilly Software Architecture Conference. Oh, I still can't talk. Uh, February 23rd through the 26th, 2020 in New York, New York, U.S., And the O'Reilly Software Architecture Conference is designed to provide the necessary professional training the software architects and aspiring software architects need to succeed. It's a unique event. It covers the full scope of a software architect's job, from IT to leadership and business skills. It also provides a forum for networking and hearing what other professionals have learned in real-world experiences. And that information came from O'Reilly. Our next one is the OCP Global Summit. It's March 4th and 5th, 2020 in San Jose, California, U.S. The 2020 Open Commute Project, com- commute, Compute Project, <laughs> OCP Global Summit will be held at the San Jose O-C-P-O. Convention. Yeah. OCP-O. OCP. OCP. Yeah. yeah. Is that the, it's like the what? song, right? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> It will be held at the San Jose Convention Center. The annual summit brings together more than 3,600 key decision makers, executives, engineers, developers, and suppliers. Together, they help grow, drive, and support the open hardware ecosystem in, near, and around the data center and beyond. Our 2020 summit theme is open for all. And that information came from OCP. And our last one is Scale 18X, which is March 5th through the 8th. 2020 
in Pasadena, California, U.S. And Scale 18X expects to host 150 exhibitors this year, along with nearly 130 sessions, tutorials, and special events. Scale is the largest community-run open-source and free software conference in North America. It's held annually in the greater Los Angeles area. Present. Submit a proposal for a session via a call for papers. Sponsor. Sponsorship and exhibitor options opportunities are available for commercial and non non-profit, yeah, non-profit exhibitors. Get involved. Interest in helping to plan and or volunteer for Scale 18X? Get in touch by sending us an email, and you can read more about this at the Scale website. And, of course, the link will be in the show notes for all of those. Yes, it will. And uh, for our for our open source and amateur radio challenges, I just put we challenge you to donate to our campaign. <laughs> we might as well just be as self serving as we possibly can on this episode. So yeah, yeah, you don't have to listen through a bunch of ads when you hear us. So that's this true. Is, that, this that is, is the only true. way. Yeah, the only way ads. we get money. Yep. We we don't do any sponsorships or anything like that. So unlike other places that like to take money from other people and bore you with their products, we don't do that. No, we do. We still have the Google thing on the web page, though, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, there yeah, are the click through ads, ads on yeah, there, yeah. and that generates a little bit of revenue because people not, just don't click on crap. But. Right. Yeah, not. <laughs> what ads? I don't see ads. Yeah. <laughs> and if your ad blocker is working, yeah, you have no idea you what have we're no talking idea about. You have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, click the ads, and uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so we, we can don't get have our to... 75 cents a year off of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway we we really could use help uh url.bcts.info stroke hv 2020 and of course it's everywhere so well yeah so. <laughs> all right so moving on to the good stuff we're going to dive into some hedonism and we are going to first talk about cheryl's recipe corner yeah so what do we got tonight well, since you're sick and you want soup, because you are, of course, a soup Nazi. I, I'm not a soup Nazi. I don't. I don't deny people soup. Well, sometimes you do. You you told me earlier today. Do not make twelve gallons of soup. So that's I, I, I do soup. deny large quantities of soup. Okay. I didn't say you couldn't make soup. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> you will make soup and you will eat it. Yes, exactly. As the government tells you to. Yes, exactly. So. In Soviet Russia. No. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of Soviet, did you guys listen to that uh, radio Sputnik while you were in Kansas City? No. Apparently, that's like in the news now. All of a sudden, <laughs> like we got Russia propaganda on 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 radio in in Kansas City. <laughs> no, I, oh, I missed that. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was just on uh, um, the news this evening. So great. <laughs> uh, we'll check yeah, it out. So I'm sure. yeah, I'm sure Russ is over there googling for it now. So. <laughs> yeah, we we don't have any radio stations in other countries. Voice of America. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> you going to make it? <laughs> Arm service radio. Something like that. Yeah. AFRS. Yeah. AFRS. Yeah. <laughs> we don't do it at all. Yeah. Other people do it. It's evil. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So tell us about all chicken right. soup. Yeah. So tonight I decided to throw together my favorite chicken noodle soup recipe to see if I can cure what ails Russ. We have not eaten yet. But he did comment earlier that it smelled wonderful. It did. So, so anyway, for my chicken noodle soup, you need uh, two pounds of boneless, skinless chicken breast, diced fine, some butter, an onion, some more butter, some garlic, uh, some chicken broth, carrots, celery, salt, pepper, lemon juice, or if you like, you can substitute a lemon pepper seasoning, poultry seasoning, thyme, parsley, and some egg noodles. So... And the full recipe, of course, will be in the show notes. So you're not going to tell us how to make soup? Well, I can. 
<laughs> you, well, you, know, you can give us the short version. Well, you dice up the chicken, you cook it in some butter, you add some, you know, take the chicken out, add the onion, and cook it in more butter till it's soft, add a little bit of garlic to that, cook it for a few minutes, um, and then, you know, toss in your broth, bring it to a boil, add your chicken, and then put in your celery, your carrots, your salt, your pepper, your poultry seasoning, your thyme, your parsley. Or, as I said, instead of pepper and lemon juice, you can use, which I've left lemon juice out of that, you can add, you can use lemon pepper seasoning. Um, reduce the heat, simmer it, add some pre-cooked egg noodles to it or whatever pasta you want, um, and then serve it. So, All right, very good. And, of course, the entire recipe will be in the show notes. So if you want to make some really good chicken noodle soup, there you go. And it's really easy. There's a lot of ingredients, but you're basically just throwing them all together. So Yeah, no, it it took me, what, 10 minutes, 15 minutes maybe to do yeah. this. Because I did this and a French onion soup, and it didn't take me long to do either or both of them. So. Yep, very cool. Yeah. And um, I'm doing a whiskey review on a cheap, available whiskey, because I believe Bill wanted me to do something along these lines. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and I thought I had already reviewed this, but I have not. So, I thought you had to. Yeah, I did too, but I went through the list. It's not on there. <laughs> All right, then. So what we're going to be reviewing, I'm I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it before. I apparently oh, just sure. haven't reviewed it. Th- this is one of your favorites. So. Uh, well, in the in the realm of cheap, accessible whiskey, yeah, yes. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what we're talking about here is Larceny, Kentucky Straight Bourbon. Uh, there's a lot of information on the website and a lot of, uh, like, nefarious information about the nefarious john fitzgerald and all the things that go into the making of this whiskey uh but uh what i will read is the stuff i have here on the notes which is larceny kentucky straight bourbon has its origins in the long and colorful history of john e fitzgerald and the old fitzgerald brand according to lore john fitzgerald built a distillery on the banks of the kentucky river in the 1870s and sold his fine bourbon to rail lines steamships and private clubs the old fitzgerald brand was first registered in the 1880s by sc herbert Oh, Herbst. Sorry, it's Herbst. And was eventually sold to Julian P. Pappy Van Winkle during Prohibition. Pappy moved production of Old Fitz to his distillery where it became the first great weeded bourbon and eventually one of the most famous bourbon brands in the world. Larceny is hand-selected by the Masters Distillers to have a taste profile of a six-year-old Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey made with wheat as the secondary grain instead of the traditional rye. Larceny is a smoother-tasting bourbon. Uh... For anybody who knows anything about um, whiskey, <laughs> uh, just the mention of something that comes from the Van Winkle Distillery uh, perks up people's ears. But, of course, you can get things that come from Van Winkle, like uh, Weller and Larceny, that are much more available and cheaper than Pappy. Um, Pappy is sort of like the ridiculous extreme when it comes to uh, unavailability and cost uh, in the bourbon world. So... Let's talk a little bit about larceny. Uh, the mash bill on this is an unconfirmed but estimated 68% corn, 20% wheat, and 12% malted barley. As we mentioned, there is no rye. Uh, the ABV on this is 46% or 92 proof. It comes from Bardstown, Kentucky. The color is bright new copper. It is a very nice copper color. It's very attractive on the shelf. Uh, the nose on it is fresh bread. Vanilla, toffee, butterscotch, and a tiny little bit of anise or black licorice, if you prefer. Uh, the taste on it is a sweet, buttery caramel with a little bit of that bourbon vanilla, a touch of the light oak, honey, and the faintest hint of a waxy hay taste. 
which is, again, not a bad thing. It's just what's there. <laughs> and finally, the finish is not super complex, but it's long. It basically tastes like clover honey and evaporates into a subtle black pepper that sits on the end of your tongue and it sits there for quite some time. So it's a very good, easy drinking bourbon whiskey. You can find it anywhere. And if it's something that I believe every bar, if you're going to have whiskey, should have because it's not your, you know, Jack Daniels. It's not your Jim Beam. And it's really much better. And it's a little bit subtler and has rounder edges because of the wheat than any rye content. So. It's great for mixing, it's great for drinking straight, and it's super cheap. Um, a 750-milliliter bottle you can find for $20 to $25, and I just bought a 175 for 38 Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> it's cheap, it's available, it's good. You should go get you some. Did and we, Did we get that at Costco, or did we buy it at Lucas? Or at I don't remember. Lucas, yeah. It might have been Costco, so... Yeah, actually, it was. Costco. It was Costco. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, we now have a Costco membership. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, be enjoying all that Kirkland goodness, huh? Yep. We bought some Kirkland vodka, too. So, that, that's what do you think? That, I'm drinking? That's what you're drinking yeah, right now. That's yep. what I'm drinking right there. So. Yeah. We, I also bought some tea wing at, at Costco. So, I'll probably be reviewing that at some point. Yeah. We'll need yeah, Cheryl I'm, to review the vodka. I, well, at, I, okay. yeah, I can I can give you a quick review. The of Kirkland vodka, vodka is twelve ninety nine for a handle. For a handle, yeah. And it's um it's six times distilled. It's of course eighty percent. And what do you think? It's for for six time distilled vodka. It there's really no vodka taste to it, but it's also because it's you know usually cheap vodka's got cheap vodka bite. And this one doesn't. <laughs> the, I, this one I could drink straight if I wanted to. I'm drinking it with soda right now. Um, but yeah, for twelve ninety nine, you can't go wrong with. It. Yeah, that's what I like about yeah. the uh, new Amsterdam vodka. It's yeah. like cheap and it still tastes pretty good. Still pretty yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The gin they make too is pretty good as well. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't. <sighs> the liquor department at the Kansas City, Missouri Costco that we went to on Saturday was yeah. it was a little lacking yeah it was a little lacking um and i'm sure you know they have special buys occasionally that we would need to like get on board with but you know and like the teeling uh irish whiskey that russ bought we actually found at lucas fine spirits which is like a liquor supermarket in Kansas I think we just City. talked about no, no sponsorships and stuff. Well, but. right. Oh. Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> they didn't give you it for free, did they? Yeah, no, no. no so it's not really a sponsorship. Yeah. Um, and you found it for a dollar cheaper at Lucas. But, you know, it's whatever. whatever so. <laughs> but the vodka was way cheaper, and so was the larceny. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it evened out. Yeah, you know, well, it way evened out in my favor. Way evened out, yeah. So. <laughs> and I didn't give my rating for the larceny. It's I can't quite. Put it into the 90s because it's there's just some really good stuff in the 90 plus category, but I will give it a solid 89. So, okay, 
Yeah, and I'm really happy you got that because I use the larceny when I do like whiskey chicken. Yep. And it's nice to have a handle of it because we do use it for stuff. Yeah, well, so. I yeah I use it for like the alouette cheese and unfortunately, the and yeah, the handle is not a handle. It has no handle. And that no, it, it looks like a huge larceny bottle. Yeah, <laughs> empty that out a little bit. It's it's a two handed pour. <laughs> two handed yeah. pour. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just yeah. The larceny bottle is like a rectangle with a spout on it. And this is just a huge rectangle with a spout on. I was like, that's going to be a pain to pour out of. And of course, the Kirkland vodka bottle is the same way. It's like a huge gray goose bottle. And I'm just like, uh, and I can't get my hand around it. So it's, it's literally a two handed pour. Type things. So, yeah, the larceny body, the bottle is like borders on ludicrous. Well, I've uh, got, <laughs> there's a 32 ounce glass behind it. It's which and is dwarfed. It, yeah, it's, that's two thirds of the larceny bottle. It's about the same width, but it's two thirds of the height of the larceny bottle. So, mm, yeah. But I mean, if you want to get it the cheap way, if you can find it in handles, you know, definitely go right, that yeah. route. Because 30, 38.99 for, handle is for 1.75 for, for a decent cheap. whiskey is yeah. super cheap so. all right so bill's going to tell us about the the beer that he's drinking and it's, right. it's oh my gosh it's not an ipa <laughs> <laughs> no it's not no but it's got coffee in it which is bill's <laughs> other big fans so. oh yeah yeah if it's got coffee and it's even better um so yeah this is the kettle house brewing company uh coffee cold smoke scotch ale and it's a six and a half percent abv and only 11 ibus so no bitterness whatsoever and it's a, it's kind of a popular beer here in Montana. It's a, the brewery's over in, uh, outside of Missoula. And actually, uh, it's called Cold Smoke. And, uh, the, the ski hill over in Bridger Bowl is also kind of nicknamed the Cold Smoke. So skiing the Cold Smoke, you always want to drink Cold Smoke. <laughs> uh, which I believe you did, right? Yeah, I didn't ski over there, but I did ski in uh, Red Lodge today. And, uh, I, I just kind of felt like something, easy to drink and easy on the stomach and uh so i had some uh had some up at the ski hill and then i on the way out of town i stopped at the gas station and i'm like ooh, coffee version i have to get that <laughs> so it's probably not one that's available all year long but uh um it's still a it's still a pretty good drink and i i did put a picture of the the can on in the chat room and i, I love the uh i love the thing that says at the bottom contents beer you know in case you're confused <laughs> it's not a coffee drink it's not a uh right, you know, it's right. not a starbucks drink it actually is beer in there so <laughs> and you, you must be 21 or older to purchase absolutely absolutely and you know i actually don't i don't taste a lot of the coffee taste in it either which is kind of weird but um it's still a great drink great drink all right very cool do you know what kind of availability it has outside of montana i don't think it is out, outside of montana <laughs> Okay. Well, so, so we go from a widely available whiskey to a not available. Beer, not so. available. Yeah. <laughs> I was just looking at their distribution and it looks like only Montana. Um, but they do. I mean, nice, nice looking cans and everything else. And it's not a wrapped can. So it's not like a sticker that you put on the can, like a lot of the right. breweries will use. So, uh, I mean, obviously they're getting them done very well. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's not, a, it's not a cheap cheap beer either i think it's like uh, i think it was eight bucks for four uh, pint cans for four pints so yeah the typical craft brew price so yeah not not bad at all though it's it's, it's definitely worth worth buying all right very cool well before we get out of here we want to mention the folks who are in the chat room tonight with us we had tom and four hai ted wa zero eir and chris k-a-t-u-x who has a uh, second coolest call sign on the waves <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> 
uh thanks everybody for for listening whether you're listening to us live or whether you're listening to us after the podcast has been released we appreciate it please remember our hand mentioned 2020 campaign we needed all of your help to get to xenia again this year we appreciate each and every one of you and we will be doing uh, a giveaway involving some coffee and maybe some other stuff so stay tuned for all of that in the meantime everybody have a great two-week period and we'll do it all again in a couple of thursdays well late thursdays early fridays anyway <laughs> um so this has been episode number 327 of linux in the ham shack i'm russ k5tux i'm cheryl w5moo and i'm bill any 4 rd 73 for listening to this episode of Linux in the Hampshire. LHS is a community-sponsored podcast. The live show is recorded every Monday night at 8pm Central Time, plus or minus QRL. Connect to the live stream at url.bcts.info stroke LHS Live. Our website is located at lhspodcast.info. You can support the podcast by visiting the LHS Patreon page at patreon.com stroke LHS podcast or by using the contribute link on the homepage. Get in touch via social media. We have a presence on Discord, Facebook, IRC, Twitter and YouTube. Our IRC channel is hash LHS podcast on the Freenode network and the Discord invite link is url.bcts.info stroke discord. You can also drop us an email at info at lhspodcast.info or leave us a voicemail at 1-909-LHS-SHOW. That's 1-909-547-7469. Visit the online LHS merchandise store at shop.lhspodcast.info for fun and fashionable show-themed merchandise. Become an ambassador and represent LHS at a local Linux convention or handfest. Email ambassadors at lhspodcast.info for more information or visit the homepage for details. Until next time, remember to always heed your hedonism. Shack and the Linux in the Hamshack logo are released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0 International License.